everybody. Welcome back to the Big Mark Podcast. It's me, your host, Big Mark. If it's your first time listening, welcome. If not, welcome back. Like I always say, if you want to reach out to us, let us know if uh, you got any ideas for the podcast or uh, you want to drop us a, a critique or a little props, uh, hit us up on our Twitter at the Big Mark Podcast or on our Instagram at the Big Mark Pod. Uh, reach out to our DMs there. We'll be sure to reach back out. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please uh, uh, subscribe to our channel, like the video, and hit that bell so you know when you get uh, so when our when we drop our next videos, you know when they come out. Um, follow along anywhere, uh, wherever you're listening. Please um, give us a five star review. I know it sounds like uh, we're asking um, for not too much, but it really does make a big difference. So again, thank you so much for everyone, and and again, share the podcast. If you know one person that you think that would like the podcast, let them know. If we all share one person, we'll double the podcast overnight. Uh, and then, of course, if you wanted to uh, to support us in any way um, and send us a couple shekels, hit us up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash TheBigMarkPod. Anyway, now that goodness is out of the way, I'm coming in hot today. It's Big Mark. Big Mark speaks. Just had, honestly, you know, it's funny with this podcast, you know, I love all you guys and I know a lot of you listening and some of you I don't. And... Um, I really appreciate everything, but you know, sometimes it does feel like it's a one, obviously with these solo things, I'm just sitting here talking to you without Christian here. It's literally just me in the studio right now. So, um, you know, I, I, it's, it, I find it an interesting place for me to come in gripe or, you know, more so than just tr- trying to ponder on certain things or think things out, out loud or, you know, on, on these, on these ones where I kind of just let it rip, um, without a real topic, obviously, you know, there's a lot of my own opinions that come into play and a lot of my own happenings. And you know what? I I, I did this podcast not for myself. So it's weird when I have an issue that is just bubbling and I just want to get it off the old chest. You know what I mean? So, you know, I came in off the road right now. I literally lit up the lights, started the camera, and here I am. My freaking work clothes, I'm chilling. Uh, let the hair down because that's what you do put on the specs but other than that this is how I am and you know it's kind of like I just wanted to come and friggin lay lay some shit on you so again thanks for listening again I appreciate every each and every one of you I love you all thank you again um but yeah I just had a really friggin rough day you know at the office as they say and um I, I I'm in sales for a brewery in town I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but whatever. Um, and we got a new manager recently, and it's just been really difficult to work with her. And um, I never really had a big issue until recently. And um, there's been people who have quit as a direct result. And uh, it's a damn shame. And um, it's hurting the business because I'm ready to leave. I've been there for five years. I worked behind the bar. I did deliveries, customer service stuff, sales stuff. And, you know, I believed in the company. I thought we had a good product. I thought everything we were doing was good. But, you know, I, you know, maybe I had blinders on. <sighs> Something about my personality, I will say. And maybe this is a, isn't necessarily the best value you get from sport but I'm a pathological team player and I put up with a lot of shit 
because the team is involved and there's other people, I take a lot of solace in the fact that there's other people going through the same thing. And if I left, I'd be leaving them with a plate of shit. I understand that from every sport I've ever played. I never was a big individual sport guy, although you can learn a lot from that, from those sports as well. Um, but you know, I'm was a team player. I played fucking football is essentially the, the teamiest team sport there is. You know, you got over a hundred guys on the team, give or take, and everyone's basically doing something different. Apart from the old line, which is an interesting case, but essentially each player on that field is doing something completely different and independent of the of the final ob- objective, which is trying to get the ball across the line. It's kind of like a Rube Goldberg of of sports. So much other bullshit involved to just try and walk a, a ball across a line. I mean, I guess that's any sport really, but. You have all these moving pieces and all these people doing different things that it eventually turns out to have, you know, you know, results, positive or negative, whatever it is, something happens. Now, when I joined the sales team, when I joined the workforce, if you if you will, I worked in some places that were very team oriented. One of the best jobs I ever had was a moving company and they were very team oriented. And funny enough, most of the teams, most of the the crews that were put together were five man crews, which I can deal with. And it's interesting. And even if one guy's kind of a dickhead and other, and everyone else is cool, it all works out. It all comes out in the wash. Everyone else bonds over how much they dislike this person. And then everyone also gets through it because they know each and every one of the people on their team is dealing with the same thing. Problems, personnel, what doesn't matter. Whatever it is, everyone knows. They're like, oh, we're all in this together. So let's fucking act like it and get through this. But what I've noticed as I've joined other, worked for other companies, although there are more than one, although there are multiple people that work for the company, they are not a team. And that's the most disappointing thing for me at the end of the day, because when you're one person on a team, you can't change it no matter how hard you try. You can, you know, pray that things will get better. You can hope, unless you're the captain in a leader position, it's really hard to lead by example in a team because there's so many opportunities for people to fuck off. There's room for people to gripe. And again, when a team, when when team morale is is affected and there's a drop and there's a talk to- there's a toxic element to things happening, you know, that affects teams in 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 very interesting ways. And sadly. I don't even know, maybe Zach Angus and I have gone through this a little bit, but sadly, my high school basketball team in senior, when I was in grade 12, there was a toxic element introduced to the team. And the way a situation, like I said, a situation, a person, an obstacle, a problem, the way that can spread through a team like a disease, like this is why they call it toxic, because it's literally, imagine a beautiful pitcher of clear water and you just drop one drop of black ink into that and you just see how it slowly starts to spread through slowly, slowly. And that feeling just truly exists of like you feel it spread and you try to avoid it as best you can. You try and quarantine yourself from you try and stay away and stay positive and keep in your lane. No worries. It's okay. Yeah. Maybe they have some issues with that person, but everything's been okay on my end. So I'm just going to keep doing my thing, but I should have known it was just a matter of time. 
And that's what I wanted to kind of talk about today. That was kind of going to be the somewhat theme of the rant. I find that, you know, Big Mark Speaks is cool and all, but I'd like to at least put a little bit of a theme on it. And today's theme is time. I drew up a couple things here that were, that kind of came to mind and the reason why I even went down this road, you know, time is up. Time is now. Time to go. Time shifts. Time changes. And then I got a little surprise at the end. But all these ideas started coming up. And again, time is whatever you want it to be. And again, I think time is up at my job right now. So it's really weird to be in this situation where I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore, man. I feel like I'm being set up for failure. I feel like that a lot of people that I liked and had worked there before have quit because of this manager and I'm upset about it and nothing's being done. And there's a, there's a, a strange blindness or over positivity or just straight up lack of care for the people who work at my place at, at the brewery. And it's sad. It hurts my heart, man. It's disappointing. But I think time's up. I think my time is up. And I've been there for five years. Five years is a good good amount of time. And I don't know. Did I see myself being at this brewery forever? I have no idea. Again, I talked about this with Jack and Christian last week, you know. I made a decision a few years ago that I want to I want to play music. I want to be a musician. Whether that's a professional musician or not, that's something else. But music has always been so important in my life that I want it to play a major role in my life. So making that decision and then living according to that decision, meaning getting a job that will help support that and allow me to continue to do that, I'm all for it. And since and since that time since that decision was made i feel like a musician first and whatever second now does that mean i don't want to pursue other avenues again we've talked about psychedelic research and i hope to have heidi hoffman on soon we're going to talk all about that can't wait to have scott mallon on too soon it's going to be tons of great guests coming up again don't always have to hear me rant like this but that whole idea of again you know it's it's not the way everything it's not the way everything is supposed to go and you know just because plans have changed and things have changed doesn't mean I can't continue to have that in my life I mean look at my buddy John Harley amazing social work getting after it doing real shit and he's still doing the music too So I want to live my life like that. I want to eventually get back to school, do my, do my psychedelic research, get into that and create a situation that I can also do the music. Is that asking too much? Maybe. Is that going to take a lot of time? Maybe, but that's what the subject of today's podcast is. (laughs) But I want to be able to do something in my life. And that doesn't mean I want an easy job. It just means I want to have a job that I can have the job, I can go there, do it, and I can leave the job there. Maybe necessarily sales isn't necessarily the thing. And again, psychedelic stuff, and if I ever become a clinician or if I have clients, I want to do that. 
yeah, there's going to be an element of take-home work and things like that, but that's not what I mean. I just mean a job that you don't feel like you're carrying it around with you everywhere you go and you're worried about it and all you think about on Sunday and then all of a sudden it's Saturday and all of a sudden you're still Friday and you're thinking about the next week coming up and you're dreading it and you're like, fuck, I hate this job, man. Work sucks. And that sucks. And again, I've watched things morph. I've watched things change. I've watched a lot of people come and go at this company. And the fact that we've watched this come and go and created excuses and created alternate reasons for people's leaving, I've had enough. And I guess everyone reaches a breaking point. But that's the way she goes. And... um Again, like I said, you know, I kind of feel like I'm moving in the direction of things are like things, you know, things aren't moving in a positive direction for myself. And I saw the writing on the wall when I worked at the at the gym and I worked for a, a mentor and a friend that I thought and then things didn't work out. And essentially he can't he fired me legit. So it's it happened. That's what happened. And I felt like I had little to no warning. And I felt gutted. And it was a friend and or a mentor at least. And there were a lot of issues. And, and maybe, yes, maybe there potentially was certain performance things here and there. But again, no one was like, hey, man, if you don't do this, you're gonna, I'm going to fire you. Which obviously is implied in certain certain jobs, but I wasn't fucking not doing anything. But I was burnt out, and you know, my friend tried to kill himself. My other friend got killed. Um, like, it just was not a good scenario. And anyway, won't spend too much time on that, but. It was, it was hurt, and I saw the writing on the wall then. I should have done something, but now I am. So if anyone is hiring, if anyone knows anybody, if anyone from my work is listening, stop. <laughs> but, um, again, you know, on the job hunt, looking for something new, looking for new experiences. I don't know if I want to stay in sales. Now that I have this experience, it's an interesting thing. Do I stay in sales? That I haven't, but I mean, there's always that greasy element. And I think it was from watching Pee Wee Herman growing up. And if anyone knows what I'm talking about, Pee Wee Herman was deathly afraid or had vicious vitriol anger, vitriolic anger and resentment towards the salesman who used to show up on the show. And anyway, it's it's interesting what 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 remains in the subconscious. But people always said, Mark, you be a good salesman. Mark, you be a good salesman. Oh, you're so personable. People love you. You're so nice. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but there's more to sales than just being nice. And I'm not like a cutthroat. Give me, put it on the table right now, son. Let's go run it. I'm not that kind of guy. And I know that there's salespeople out there that exist. And they're probably selling Ferraris or like stocks and bonds or something. I don't know. But they sure as shit ain't fucking selling beer, man. I don't know. It's interesting with type A personalities. I find that type A personalities like my boss 
tends to want to surround themselves or, or they want everyone that they work with to, to alter their personalities so that they're more A-type or type A. But like you don't realize that if you had a, a whole business of A-type people, there'd be so much tech, there'd be so much friction and clashing and and just bad shit going down because um, it's just going to be too much too much of the same thing. You don't have different perspectives. You don't have different viewpoints. You don't have other people saying, "Hey, what about this?" Hey, you realize other people other humans have feelings and hey, you realize that, you know, um that yeah, there's money involved, but it's also people's livelihood. There's passions involved and in, in anything. Whether whatever you're selling, you know. And again, there's people out there sell, you know, they can uh you know, sell ice to a polar bear and shit and go off and it's like, "Listen, go off." But tell me if that person cares about you. Tell me if that person remembers your name after you're done with their account. Tell me if you you remember that person's name, if you care about them. People are people, man. It's a job where you get to meet people. You get to be with people constantly. You're dealing with their livelihoods with a lot of these people. You're dealing with owners of businesses that most of their money is made on alcohol sales. So you're trying to tell me that we're in any position to tell these people what to do? No chance. We're a small place. We don't have the power of these big, huge breweries that, that have thousands and millions of dollars to toss around. One place told me they, they get $155 per hectoliter. Now, not to get too technical on anybody, but that means for every 100 liters of beer, hectoliter, if you're using a 50-liter tank uh, keg, that's only two kegs. It's the standard size keg. If you, can, if you can picture what a beer keg looks like in your head, that's probably a 50-liter beer keg. So two of those is one hectoliter. And an account that I'm with says he gets $155 for every hectoliter of beer he sells. That gets kicked back to him from the big beer the big beer guys. At our best, the brewery can do about 80 bucks a hectoliter. So we're we're cruising in at about 52% or whatever of what of what these other breweries can do. And those are just the big boys. Who knows what other what other people can do? Because essentially, that's half the battle. And there's some breweries that are set up where they don't really have a tap room or anything. They just have a sales team and a brewery. And they rip it. And they get after it. And they spend all their money on merchandise and marketing shit. And they get after it. We're not doing quite that. We're spreading ourselves thin. We're asking too much of too many people, man. Can't, can't hold on to quality people anymore. So, that being said... Time is now. The time is now to do what you want to do. This is exactly what me and Jack and Christian were talking about last week. If you haven't heard the podcast last week, go check it out. But this is exactly what we talked about last week. The time is now. Whether that means the decision is made today that you're going to be whoever you want to be. You're going to be the musician. You're going to be the artist. You're going to do the screen printing you want to do. You're going to do the art. You're going to do... Uh, the business you want to start, you're going to start a new podcast, you're going to buy some shit, fuck it, whatever it is, you're going to make the decision now, today, and that's great, that's one step, that doesn't mean the shit's done, but it's one step in the right direction, and how do you, how do you, (laughs) how do you eat an elephant, one bite at a time, that's it, you can do whatever it takes, can do whatever you want. 
Yes, there's obviously real realities that come into things, but be with, bear with me. You can do anything you want, just one step at a time. And that's what I've been doing today, man. I've been dropping mad lines on people, bro. I've been ripping indeed, like wild. So, fuck them. I'm looking for places. I'm open. I'm ready. Use me. Buy me. Sell me. I'm here. I'm ready. I got five years experience, son. Um, and I put that shit out in the universe, man. And I'm like, I want this shit. This is, I don't want to be... I mean... Yeah, maybe it's a race for me to quit before they fire me, but fuck them. I'm quitting before they fire me, hopefully. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a tough go, but the only thing you can do is make your move today. And we live in the present. You know, it's an interesting place to be. It's a gift, I guess. But we don't really live in the, like, our, our, I mean, we don't exist, I should say, in the future or the past. We really do only exist in this moment now, right now, this moment now. From this to this, we exist. That's it. And whatever happens from now, whatever, what are the, what are the words I'm going to say? What are the next things going to happen? Is going to rain? You don't know. There's possibility. That's it. There's possibility and there's probability. And there's weight and heft to the past. And I think people like to put value on things that are weighty and hefty. You know, that's always a sign of something good, right? Heavy is good. Heavy is reliable. If it doesn't work, you can hit him over the head with it. Little snatch action. If anyone hasn't seen Snatch, it's a good idea to go watch it so you know exactly what I just said. If we have seen Snatch, shout out. Shout out Boris. Shout out Boris the Blade. Shout out Boris the Bullet Dodger. Boris the sneaky fucking Russian. That's all you need to know. But um, again, we put this weird weight and, or sorry, put this weird value on things that are heavy. Again, there's something about that. And the fucking past is heavy, man. And it means something, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying throw the past away. But let's put a different value on things. The past exists for us to learn from mistakes. There's no doubt about that. The past exists for us to potentially gain some information about potentially what's going to happen in the future. Essentially, that's what all of science is based on because we cannot see the future. It's based on trying to identify what has happened in the past and try to predict what's going to happen in the future. And that's the best we can do is predict. We cannot verifiably know what is going to happen in the future. So we don't throw it out, but maybe we revalue it. Maybe we put a different different weight on it, different heft, and understand that what we do today does affect what we do tomorrow, more so than what we did yesterday. And if every day we make those incremental steps towards our dream, anything is possible. And again, this podcast is a self-help podcast, so this is this is why we're going this way. It's in the self-help category. But again, this is anyone who's struggling right now. I am too. We all are. But we can make steps 
in the right direction, like Rip Indeed, all when he had a chance today in between calls, putting different shit down. I got an interview tomorrow. So this is how things happen, people. I don't know if it's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be bad. It's probably not going to be great. Haven't had an interview. Haven't had a job interview for five years. But shit, man. And maybe I should be laying low. Maybe I shouldn't be putting this all out. But I don't think anyone from my fucking work listens to these podcasts. So shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Shit, shit happens when you when you do it. You know, you wait till the you wait to strike before the iron's hot, and you might be waiting forever. You got to strike and make that iron hot. I know I've probably said that before, but it means it's true. And that first step, especially when you look up those stairs and you can't see the top, that first step can seem like so much because you just know what's coming up next and you know all the iterations you go through in your head. But that's just your head, man. And if that is and if that is a reality in itself, that's only one reality. The possibilities that exist and that coexist with what's going on in your inner workings and your inner mind and your subconscious and your and and your soul, all that shit exists amongst a myriad of, of changing and, and alternating and and moving possibilities that that any millisecond, any moment in time can be can give you a completely different outcome. So, go out and do, right? That's all we can do, right? And I think in within that myriad of, of changing ways and behaviors and everything, time itself can change. So, when you're out there doing, when you're out there being, and you're striking and making that iron hot, time shifts, time dilates, and time constricts, right? You know? talk about psychedelics a lot on this podcast, right? And it's like talk about ta- talk talk about time dilation and constriction. We've mentioned it a lot. But I don't know if we've mentioned it by name per se, but again, time dilation time is is broadening, you know, imagine your pupil. Time is dilating, opening, widening, lengthening. Time is dilating. So if you've ever had the experience, anyone who's listening, and if you've never had any psychedelic experience, even if you smoked some weed, you might have actually felt this. But just imagine, have you ever had a moment? And fuck, you don't even have to do drugs. We've all taken tests. We've all been in school. <laughs> when you're looking at your at your watch and it says it, it says 245 and you're supposed to leave work at or work or school, or whatever, at three, and you keep looking at that clock, and then you go back to work, you're doing your thing. You're thinking, okay, it's easily been 15 minutes, 100% 15 minutes. We're about to, as soon as I look at my watch, it's going to be 2.59. It's going to be 3 o'clock and we're going to be out ski. You look up, you're like, as soon as you look, you're like, nah, I'm, I'm going to savor it. I'm just going to wait till that bell goes and then I'll be done. But then something inside you makes you look at your watch. It's been five minutes. How many times is that happening? How many times again have you tried a psychedelic or smoked weed and you're like, man, I've been in this, I've been in this reality forever, man. I've been in this experience for lifetimes, man. And it's only been 10 minutes or whatever. DMT is a sub is a is a type of drug that it has extremely short duration of effect, but that effect has such serious time dilation that you can feel like you live entire lifetimes within 15 minutes. Salvia, very similar. And then there's time constriction, where time shrinks, 
And maybe you're in the presence of a loved one. Maybe you're hanging out with friends. And you're like, oh, man, this is so much fun. And you got there at 4 o'clock and all of a sudden you look up at the clock. It's 11 p.m. Time flies when you're having fun. Right? That's time constriction. And, you know, that is something that's almost fractal through the universe because there is a time, space-time. So what we understand as space, you know, the general, you know, the 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 uh, area that we fucking exist in, space and time. What we consider time, we look at our watch and we know it was my thirtieth birthday last year, my thirty-first, and then I'm gonna be thirty-two next year. That's time. That how we perceive it, but space and time don't are not actually they don't coexist. They they exist as one. They are one thing inextricably linked called space time. And time is actually only like the fourth dimension out of like twelve to thirteen known dimensions. Now I think they're still finding new dimensions and shit. But time itself is actually a dimension. So conceivably, if there are multi-dimensional beings that can exist in the fifth dimension, that they could possibly, because we exist in the third dimension, with fourth dimension being time, if they existed in the fifth dimension, they could actually look at time like a 3D object. Like we perceive the third dimension, they could perceive the fifth dimension, or sorry, their fourth dimension time, in their fifth dimension as something that could be as easily manipulated as a fucking basketball, or a pillow, or whatever we have here in our reality, in our 3D reality. So if time is only that, it's, it's something that's not really, we, we, the only reason why it, we track it the way we do is because we're third dimensional beings and we have fucking calendars and clocks. If we didn't, basically the only thing that would kind of keep us going is the sun. But basically, since we were human beings and could think, all we've wanted to do is try to predict all this wild shit that's happening in our, in our in our, whether it's in our uh, um, atmosphere, whether it's on our on Earth or wherever, in our environment, we're trying to just observe shit and try and figure it out. And again, we noticed that we needed time and we could track time and we could add these weird little numbers to time and have these things called watches and calendars and stuff. And we age and we can put as many numbers as we've been, how many trips around the sun. Let's just say that's a year. How, how long it takes for us to get around the sun. That's one year. So there are all these things that exist in the world, or sorry, in the universe, planetary motions, really, it's heavy duty shit if you think about it, but different planets actually have different time, like there's time dilation that exists in the universe on its own, psychedelics or not. If anyone's ever seen Interstellar, they'd know that one planet where they're really close to the to the black hole, every minute is a seven years on earth or something fucked it was like fucked 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 so long for one minute on this planet literally equaled seven years on planet earth and maybe that's not right but that exists in the world because gravity affects time and you're going how the fuck does that work it's because time is a thing but we our puny minds and our puny existence have no chance whatsoever of trying to comprehend what time truthfully is. And essentially, time is probably happening all at once. But we, as these third dimensional beings, live in this linear time. 
and it's very strange and I hope someday scientists at CERN or whatever if they're not creating multi-dimensions or ripping t- t- tearing holes in, in the time space continuum hopefully they're figuring this shit out because again that's that fractal idea where there's there's that time time is not as stable as we think it is which is a freaky freaky thought so I'll leave, I'll leave you all to ponder on that for a little bit. And the last thing I really wanted to talk about, because we're talking about time, I want to talk about one of my favorite Pink Floyd songs. Surprisingly titled Time. It's from their album Dark Side of the Moon. If you've never heard Dark Side of the Moon, get into it. Put a pair of headphones on and play it from start to finish. Don't just pick a song. But if you have heard it, like a lot of people I'm sure listening have, um, tremendous album, one of my favorite albums from one of my favorite bands. Love Pink Floyd. Love this song in particular. In fact, I've played covers of it. Um, I found a tremendous bluegrass cover um, that's actually by the Greenski Bluegrass or Green. It's called. It's by Greenski Bluegrass. I don't know if they're a troupe or whatever. Anyway, they do a wonderful bluegrass cover of Time, and it sounds so cool. I'm not about to sing anything. I'm not about to play anything because I don't think I can play anything right now because I think YouTube doesn't like that shit. But I have the lyrics. And they're very interesting. They're very kind of poetic. But apropos for today's show. So I'll go through the lyrics here. Ticking away the moments that make up a dull day. Fritter and waste the hours in an offhand way. Kicking around on a piece of ground in your hometown waiting for someone or something to show you the way. Tired of lying in the sunshine, staying home to watch the rain. You are young and life is long, and there is time to kill today. And then one day you find, ten years have got behind you. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. Heavy, heavy stuff so far, right? Kind of has, you know... You talk about ticking away the moments, you know, ease lazily kind of moving through time, further and waste the hours, right? You know, it's this, oh, you have all the time in the world. No problem, right? You know, you're young. Life is long. Don't worry. And then one day, 10 years are gone. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. Tremendous, tremendous. Um, and you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking racing around to come up behind you again. The sun is the same in a relative way, but you're older, shorter of breath, and one day closer to death. Heavy duty, right? You know, time marches on. That sun is going to come back up no matter what. We're never going to catch it, but it's always going to fucking lap us. Um, you know, the sun appears to be the same, but you're the one that's aged. Shorter of breath and one day closer to death. Every year is getting shorter. Never seem to find the time. Plans that either come to nod or half a page of scribbled lines. Hanging on in quiet desperation is the English way. The time is gone. The song is over. Thought I had something more to say. Which is a beautiful part in the song too. It kind of finishes a little bit of that. And it kind of goes from time into this other part of the song. Which is called Breathe. So, which is beautiful. But again, it's this whole idea. Every year is getting shorter, right? No matter what. 
as we age, it the years also get shorter. It's so cruel. Why couldn't it, can it can it be the other way? Um, hanging on in quiet desperation is the English way, and that is fucking poetry if I've ever heard it. That is that is heavy duty national, like written by English people. That is poignant and deep, and it means so much. Um. So they go into this breathe part and the lyrics are home, home again. I'd like to be here when I can. And when I come home, cold and tired, it's good to warm my bones beside the fire. Far away, across the field, the tolling of the iron bell calls the faithful to their knees to hear the softly spoken magic spells. Which beautiful goes into Grey Gig in the Sky. It's an amazing part of the song. But it's a, it's an interesting ending to that whole piece. Because as much as time and you're racing and you're trying to catch time, you're going around, that you know that when you come home, it's a different thing. And that's not even time dilation and crazy physics shit. That's the time spent on your own time or not racing and trying to catch something. It's not fighting against what you don't want to be. It's not fighting against who who you think you can can be, or it's not you're not you're not out there trying to be someone that you're not. You're not trying to get a little bit of time. You're not trying to make more time. I wish I had more time. I need you know I got to make some space here, and I gotta I gotta schedule this, and I gotta if I wish there was more hours in the day, but there isn't. There's only twenty four. If you're lucky to be up and you can't be up for all of them because eventually the next day is going to start. And that's what Pink Floyd said. That shit's going to, that shit just comes racing around. So you got to take the time when you have the time and take care of yourself and know your worth and put yourself forward and understand that things take time and nothing's going to happen right now. But if you make the time and if you, create that moment because it's now right now like we've always said you you make the decision now to do what you want to do great things will happen that's where i'm going to leave it everyone thank you so much for listening again if you're watching on youtube please hit that bell please subscribe to our channel please like the video spread the word if you ever wanted to reach out to the podcast, let us know anything. Hit us up on our Twitter at the Big Mark Podcast or Instagram at the Big Mark Pod. Um, wherever you're listening, if you can, please give us a five star review. Um, follow along, share it with your friends if you can. And if you ever wanted to support the podcast, reach reach out to us on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash The Big Mark Pod. Again, thank you so much for listening. This feels good. Hopefully, I made some sense. Uh, but yeah, take the time. Time is now. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Peace.